never gotten a parking ticket? Parking ticket? No. Speeding ticket? Yes. Oh, Oh. I've gotten speeding tickets before. Oh, okay. Well, you might want to watch out if you go to Lantana, Florida. Just keep an eye on where you park. All right. Well, did you know that getting crabs can go wrong real fast at Um, Costco? Oh, oh, at Costco. Oh, yeah. I was thinking a different kind of crab, well, obviously. Sure. Well, it sounds like one sexy story to me. Yeah, it. it mm. <laughs> and uh, did you know that last year was the 30th anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act? I did not. Well, we're going to talk about a disability that still got in the way of something the perfect crime. Oh, all that and more coming up on this week's episode of the Florida Freak Show. Hurry, hurry, hurry. Ladies and gents, boys and girls. Welcome back to the Florida Freak Show. I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. And if you've ever read a Florida news story online or seen a Sunshine State newscast, you know that Florida's greatest export are weird stories about the people who live and play here. And we have a few of those, don't we, Kirsten? Of course we do. Yes, we do. Ripped from the headlines. Ripped from the headlines. And our first one comes to us from WPTV.com. If you've ever forgotten to pay a parking ticket or a library fine, then you know those fees can start to add up, right? Oh, yeah. But how much is too much? Mm. That's what folks are asking in Lantana, Florida, where Sandy Martinez is suing the town after incurring more than $100,000 in parking fines. What? Now, that's bad enough, right? Yeah. But the kicker is that the penalties were from parking in her own yard. How is that even possible? Her attorney says that she was fined $250 a day for parking her car partially on her own lawn. And then to make things worse, the lawyer says she rectified the violation, but a code inspector never came by to see if the issue had been resolved, even after Martinez left voicemail after voicemail with the city. Ugh. So a hundred grand later, she is now suing the city. They actually offered to lower the fine to 25 grand. Oh, that's nice <laughs> of them. But she passed. Instead, her attorneys are simply suing to have the fines revoked because they're unconstitutionally excessive and uh, grossly disproportionate to the offense. Well... in fines? I thought our water bill was high. (laughs) This is insane. Yeah, so in total, she has like 160 k in fines for additional violations like um, a cracked driveway and stuff like that. Oh, this is nuts. Like, didn't anybody think that all of this felt a little excessive when it hit like 10,000 or maybe 50,000? I have to say, though, I'm really glad that she's sticking to her guns to try to get it all off. Yeah, I, I mean, how kind of the city to offer to lower the fine to uh, a simple sweet. 25 grand. You know, they're, just the cost of one car and not like four cars. Yeah, they're such sweetie pies for doing that. Right? Yeah. So, so kind. So yeah. kind. You know, it's funny because we've talked on the show before about HOAs mm. and, of course, some of the um, overreach that perhaps happens with some of the rules in HOAs, but hey, you signed the documents, so you live there. Yeah, There are a lot of city ordinances that people don't agree with Mm -hmm. as well. You know, for example, here in Cape Coral, there's plenty of them that people get all up in arms about, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, On one of the Facebook message boards that I follow, uh, people keep referring to code enforcement as the Gestapo. Oh! Yeah. I probably wouldn't go that extreme right like 
uh, yeah, yeah, I I totally see the comparison between, you know, getting a ticket for parking a boat in your driveway sure. and, you know, marching people to their deaths in Nazi death camps. It's yeah. basically the same thing, Apples right? and apples, yeah, <laughs> definitely. No, but the court, the code and the violations do seem to sometimes get out of control. I mean, I'm glad that it helps keep company trucks and boats out of driveways. Sure. Maybe they could take it easy on the folks that are just like parking a few feet into their own lawn. Yeah. I just, I'm just thinking of gray areas here, you know, maybe not so black and white. Yeah. 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 And, and then just to have them compound and compound and compound. Yes. That's the worst part. Now, you've been known to rack up a lot. Library fine or two. You right? make it sound like I'm some like evil doer, like with the, <laughs> with the library. Some library miscreant. I have been known to keep a book or a DVD out a day or two over. Yes, I I would agree with. What's that. the biggest fine you ever had? Um, I think it was around thirty bucks, and it was Ooh. it was basically because of a lost book. Oh. Um, it was one of those situations where. My my late finds were starting to sort of pile up, and I was like, I cannot find this book anywhere. Um, Steve Martin book. Ah, uh, yes, I remember. Yeah, uh, and um, I just couldn't find it. Just basically had to like bite the bullet and call it lost, and not up... only pay the late fees, yeah. but also pay for the book, right? Yeah, yeah, and it was sort of like delaying the inevitable because it was. It's I still haven't found the book. And I think at that point I was, they were like into me for like 15 bucks and then they ended up, you know. They were into you for 15 bucks. Yeah, you make it sound it like it's bucks. some sort of a scam. <laughs> well, and I, I do, I, I do want to clear the air here. Okay. You know, there's clear no, away. no bad blood between me and my local library. I actually oh, thank goodness. am a massive fan of our local library here in Florida. There are, there are so many things that we dislike about Florida and, and love about we Florida. We have an awesome library. We do. And I actually, I know this this sounds really corny, but I actually really don't mind paying my library fine because they really do bend over backwards to make sure that we don't have to pay a late fee until it gets really, really far down the road. So I'm cool with paying my late fees. So so you're saying that Sandy Martinez should be totally cool with her $100,000 because that's going to pay for, no. you know, police. No. And, oh, no? If if they ran the uh, the parking fine system the same way that they did the library, maybe. But <laughs> they don't. That's pretty obvious. So this story, every time I hear Lantana, Florida. Yeah. I always think, well, what a great place for something really sensational to happen. Sure. Because you know, name. you know what Lantana is, right? I don't. Lantana was the home of the National Enquirer from like, I don't know, the 70s and the 80s. Yeah. Basically my whole childhood. Wow. So I think anything that's sensational that happens in the United States really needs to happen in Lantana. Yeah. Is this, is this, does that mean that Lantana is the home of Bat Boy? Or is that just anything? That anything was the that... Weekly World News. Oh, yes. I don't want to get them too confused. It's like too reputable. The National Enquirer is more, you know, celebrity gossip. Like right. who got a facelift? Yeah. And uh, who's right. who's got a baby bump? You yeah. know, thank not... you for compartmentalizing the two. Now yes. I have a better. Yes, <laughs> better uh, idea. I am always happy to uh, differentiate your tabloid magazines from one another. Yes, it's a little service I like to provide here on the Florida Freak Show. Yeah, there, we do so many things. <laughs> we'll also tell you the difference between the Inquirer and Weekly World News. Yeah. yeah. 
So our next story does not come to us from the Weekly World News, oh, which sadly is out of publication. I loved that thing. It's a bummer. Uh, this one is from Newsweek. Ah. And 83-year-old Hallandale Beach man is being charged with attempted first-degree murder after he allegedly shot his neighbor. Now, we've been doing the Freak Show for close to a year, so we all right. know that neighbors shooting each other are nothing unusual in Florida, Neighbors right? shooting neighbors. But the reason for this shooting makes it totally Freak Show worthy. Uh, 83-year-old Victor Esquera and his neighbor had had a long-standing feud about feeding the local ducks and geese. Oh. So it all came to a head in late February when Esquera allegedly shot his neighbor in the arm over a duck-related offense. The neighbor caught the whole incident on video and then, of course, called the cops. Esquera's neighbor said that, yeah, her dad can be pretty hard to get along with, but she didn't think he was capable of shooting his neighbor over some nuisance waterfowl. Wow. Esqueda's daughter said that, yeah, her dad can be pretty hard to get along with. But she also didn't think that he was capable of shooting his neighbor just over some nuisance waterfowl. Uh, I'm right there with her. <laughs> I, I don't even know the guy. Look, I'm all about not feeding the nuisance animals as well, but... I don't need a gun to end that argument. I just usually like walk away from it at that point. <laughs> but this is a situation where we really need code enforcement to step in and maybe like put the guns down. We'll find somebody if we need to. I, I don't think code enforcement <laughs> is used to, you know, dealing with guys with handguns. Though in Florida, I mean, who isn't used hey, to that, right? I guess I guess if those late finds get big enough, then oh, somebody good might point. yeah. Good point. Yeah. Now we have seen in the news here before um, people shooting at the ducks and geese. Yes. But not shooting at the neighbors who are feeding the ducks and geese. Yeah. So it's a nice little twist. And I have to say, uh, good on the neighbor. For, I guess he like got shot in the other, <laughs> not the shooting uh, el- shoulder, which is good because... The, the was, video shooting. Yeah, 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 the video shooting shoulder, right. So he was still able to get the video. It's pretty incredible. Um, yeah. Now, the Muscovy ducks. Yes. They're a bit of a nuisance. Mm. They're also, I mean, the little baby ducks are yeah. so adorable. They are very cute, but the Muscovy, when they grow up, they are not so cute. Yeah, they're not pretty. They hiss at you. Yep. They poop everywhere. Yep. They're basically like me if I drink too much coffee. <laughs> yeah. Thank goodness you don't drink coffee that often. If the neighbors feed me, somebody's getting shot. Oh, I'm yeah. letting you know right now. Yeah, that's sure. So, like, I'm curious. Like, I-, I always think of the old saying, you know, if you feed a man a fish, he eats for a day. Oh, yes. Yeah. And if you feed uh, a, you know, a man a fish and another man and then another man and another man, and all of a sudden everybody wants fish. Oh, and, yeah. I and see all, where and, you're and, going and, with this. And then, then they never stop bothering you, right? Or if you feed a duck a piece of bread, every yes. duck in the neighborhood has now decided that your home is the new um, yes. Monk's Cafe. That is exactly <laughs> the point I am trying to make. Yeah, that's where the nuisance really becomes a problem. Now, we've talked about the Muscovy ducks. Mm. Ugly. Ugly. Like, so ugly they're cute, though. Sure. Um, Geese. Mm. Mean, very mean, super mean. Yeah, you Don't... have you have like a traumatic experience with a with a <laughs> with a geese being um, so mean. Per, perhaps my my parents have been known to call me Goose Girl more no. than once. Um, goose so girl, when I was no. so when I was little, um, you know, I love all things furry and feathered. Sure. 
and we were at a park. I don't know. It had a pond. I have no idea where we were. I yeah. was probably like five. Yeah. And they gave me some bread or corn or whatever to go feed the ducks. That's very sweet. So I went to go feed the ducks. Yeah. And then the geese came up. Oh, boy. And they were like as big as me. Yeah. Because geese and swans can get really flippin' huge. Like wings a-flapping, probably. Right. Yep. And started sort of pecking at me. Oh. And... I didn't realize they were that close to you. Oh, yeah. And that... I... that... That crap is scary. Yeah, I thought those were, beaks I thought are... you were running away and they were no, still trying to catch no. you. No, then I turned heel and ran mm. and they chased me. Oh. And I am still a little anxious when geese get too close. I will say that. Well, and I got to say like all I think of is the like sort of what the sound is of your your love of animals just crashing to the ground oh, like heartbreaking like you went from i'm helping all the animals yeah like dr doolittle exactly. or saint then, francis of assisi and then it's just they just turn on you yeah yeah it's like frankenstein like when the mob comes after oh, frankenstein oh they can't be trusted yeah. they can't be trusted now you bringing up the you know feeding the animals a bit too much yeah. and suddenly you have become the cafe for the entire neighborhood yeah there is a bird-related offense mm. that I think might actually be worth shooting somebody over. Oh, what's that? So every now and then we go to the beach. Sure. We live in Florida. Yeah. That's what you do, as mm-hmm. you do. Yes. And invariably, this, at some point... This sometimes point, happens not just at the beach. Oh, no, no, no. It happens everywhere. But, yeah. but the beach is where I find it most gross. Right. Some dummy mm. decides they've... Oh, look... There's a seagull. Oh. I'm going to give it a Dorito. I have all this bread on my plate or these chips on my plate. I'm just going to yeah, throw something Yeah, I'm going to give it a potato chip. And suddenly every gull, turn, wading bird, osprey, whatever in the entire yeah. state of Florida is descending upon the beach looking for potato yeah. chips. Like a scene out of a flippin' Alfred Hitchcock movie. Right. And and it's terrifying, and there's always signs that say don't feed the birds. Right. And there's a reason why. Right. Public service announcement to everyone who's visiting Florida doesn't don't know. Don't feed like, the birds. Don't feed the birds. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. This is exactly why, because all it takes is one time. You throw one chip. That's all it takes. Oh, yeah. And one of them will come. And, and it's then a they'll free all for spend. all. And everybody still thinks it's adorable at the table, and it's like, you've just ruined it for everyone else around here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. It's the worst when you're at an outdoor restaurant and somebody yeah. does it. And it makes me think of that really funny video, but again, heartbreaking at the same time, of the guy who keeps feeding hot dogs to like all of the, oh, raccoons, the raccoons in his neighborhood. Yes. And he basically turns these raccoons into butterballs. Yeah. That are like way too fat and like roly poly, and they just keep coming oh, around. They're they're, they're so taking cute. four to five uh, yeah. hot dogs at so a time. So if you haven't seen this video, and I encourage you to Google it because yeah. it it really is pretty pretty. It's something else. It's hilarious. This guy's sitting too. on like a a park bench on probably his patio or yeah. something. I don't I think know. He's on his, I think he's on his deck. Or and something. he brings like one of those giant Costco size boxes of hot dogs out with him. Yeah, and he like opens 500 the box hot dogs in it. And like five raccoons come running up to him and they are rotund. <laughs> yes. Um, and they are so, basketballs with fur. So he pulls them out and the raccoons grab them with their cute little raccoon hands yep. and run off yep. and just more and more, more and yep. more and more ends. raccoons come. They just keep coming and they're they all, swarm. They all look swarm, the same. Swarm, swarm, swarm. Yeah. 
They all look the same. Yeah, so please, don't feed men or birds or raccoons food. It only encourages them. It, it really does. Yeah. And, then, and then somebody gets shot. Yeah. So our next story comes to us from actionnewsjax.com. Ooh. That's J-A-X. Yeah. Uh, it takes a little moxie to rob a bank just blocks away from the sheriff's office headquarters, but that is what happened last week in Jacksonville when a woman in a motorized wheelchair got in an argument with a bank teller that then escalated into death threats and a robbery attempt. Well, I didn't see that coming. Around noon last Monday, a woman later identified as Kenyatta Gordon arrived at the Regions Bank on First Street to make a withdrawal. When the teller told her there wasn't any money to withdraw, Gordon started screaming profanities and threats and demanded money. Whoa. She was given $100, which apparently satisfied her, and then she made her getaway <laughs> in her motorized wheelchair. There you go. Officers found her about a block away uh, with the stolen cash and a crack pipe. By the way, nobody at the bank was hurt. Well, not only does it take moxie, but it takes wheels of steel. Oh, yeah. To try to rob a bank this close to the sheriff's office, <laughs> in addition to all this other stuff. Yeah, because, I mean, you might think, oh, perfect, built-in getaway car. Yeah. Problem is, you know, your typical uh, rascal hover around whatever yeah. you might be driving uh, goes maybe 5, 10 miles an hour. So you're not yeah. making a quick getaway. Yeah. You got to be stealthy <laughs> rather than speedy in this instance. Yeah. You got to have like whisper quiet, like uh, motorized <laughs> uh, wheelchair. That's for sure. No, but what I'm wondering is like in the story that you talked about, it was like, why wasn't there any money? It's like too late on a Saturday. Like what's going on there? Why they couldn't have just escorted her to an ATM. Um, I believe she didn't have money in her. Her account. Oh, so the bank the <laughs> bank just doesn't just give you money if you just ask for it. Well, actually, it did because after she said this is a robbery, they yeah. said here's a hundred bucks, go away. Yeah, please just <laughs> move away from us. Now yeah. I do appreciate the fact that Kenyatta cut her losses at a hundred bucks. Yeah. like she knew, quit while you're ahead. Hey, more than I came in with. That's right. Let's just go. It's like that negotiating tactic of when you throw out a number and somebody says, sold. And you're like, oh, I probably could have gotten that for a lot less, right. for a lot right. more money, or they could have given that to me for a lot less money or whatever. It is. Well, and I guess like $100, it's not like so much money that they're sticking a dye packet or a tracker in there, right? No. <laughs> no, probably not. It's probably, that's what the crack pipe's for, actually, uh, right? Yeah, I was wondering, did she steal the crack pipe from the bank the as well? The crack pipe is the bank's version of the die pack. How does because, that work exactly? Because I'm thinking that one eventually the cops are going to catch up to her and then they're going to find the crack pipe on her and then they're going to like slap a something else on. Oh, on so so the cops her. are going to find her with the 100 bucks and they'll go, "Eh, it's just a measly 100 bucks." Oh, what, what, what do we have? have? Here? Yeah, exactly. Yep. So I see how it is. It's kind of almost like planting evidence, but yeah. not. Yeah. But kind of. Yeah, I just miss the old days of of the the bank. Um, my mom used to work at a bank. Yeah, she for was, the a, teller she was a teller forever. So yeah, but uh, the best part of going to the bank back in the day was to you know play with the pens that are attached to the desk by the ball bearings, <laughs> and also to get I always got lo lollipops whenever I would oh, go there. See, I don't remember getting lollipops inside yeah. the bank. Right. I remember getting lollipops like through the little pneumatic tube in the drive-through. Even better, because then you don't have to get out, get out of your car and you get a lollipop. And right? I know you never had dogs really, no. except when you were really little. Yeah. Um, as an adult driving to the bank. Yeah. 
you take your dog, and then you get a dog biscuit oh, that you manage to. But how sweet is that? Yeah. Free dog biscuits. Come right. on. I mean, they don't give you much in the way of interest anymore. No. So you've got to, you know, stick them for what you can. That's right. right. I'm just in it for the dog biscuits. <laughs> now, I I don't want to say, and it is not couth to say anymore, mm. and for years I worked with people with disabilities, we don't use the word handicapped we anymore. We don't. We don't. But in this case, her disability was a handicap yeah. to her in attempting to rob the bank. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't want to say you can't do something because we all are capable of things that most think we wouldn't be able to do, right? right? Yes. But you might want to consider hmm. if you're going to pursue a life of crime yes. from a motorized wheelchair. Right. right. Um this might not be the route that you want to choose. Like maybe maybe cyber crime, you know, something you there can you do go. from the comfort of your chair. Yeah. You don't have to make Plays a getaway. To, the strengths, to your strengths. You don't Absolutely. have to worry yeah, yeah, about trying to get away very quickly. Right. Yeah. Either that or you yeah. really need a supercharged hover yeah. around. Well, because... what just, just watch the Bitcoin come rolling in this way. <laughs> That's right. So uh, for the second week in a row... Ah. Our final story is coming to you from Naples, oh, Florida. Naples. That and, awful barren wasteland of Florida freakdom. <laughs> this one from NBC-2.com. Yep. A witness contacted Collier County deputies after seeing some suspicious activity at Ooh. the Naples Costco store. That's after she watched an elderly couple stealing from the meat and seafood department. <laughs> It all started when 76-year-old Vito Gentile folded a package of halibut in half and allegedly placed it in the purse of 71-year-old Lucretia Gentile. Ooh, sneaky. Her purse apparently also contained crab legs and clams. Mm. Vito reportedly also shoved some lamb down his own trousers Hello. before the elderly couple left the store. Sure. All told, deputies found nearly $150 worth of lamb and seafood on the couple, who are snowbirds who split their time between Florida and Brooklyn, New York. Mm. Costco, by the way, is pressing charges, and the couple couple was arrested for petty theft. Well, the Gentiles, not so gentle. Right? With their uh, ability to (laughs) uh, try to steal from Costco. No, this is definitely a crime of passion. Because you need a whole lot of it to try to steal steal seafood, right? Yeah. 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 I, this is why women carry large purses, yeah. obviously. Right. But my thought is, maybe you should stick to the dry goods. Sure. Like, you don't want to be stealing smelly stuff. Yeah. Because Stay people, away from the perishables. Yeah. Well, yeah. And seafood can get stinky. Yeah. Pretty quickly. Yeah. So, you know, maybe some vitamins. Some cereals. Some cereals. Yeah. Shove those in the purse. Right. You know, not not the smelly stuff. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I think uh, I, I I have to agree with you, and and but I guess maybe they watch a lot of supermarket sweep, right? Because they're sitting there like, what's what's the most bang for our buck? Seafood, baby. Right. You've got to yeah. fill. You've got to fill the card up with the yeah. most expensive stuff, or f- fill your pants. That's up, right. Apparently, That's right. with the most expensive stuff. Because nobody ever thinks about how smelly it is because they're watching it on TV. It's supermarket sweep. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, what I have to say first of all here is mm. these tourists. First of all, they come down and steal all of our vaccines. Oh yeah. 
And now they're coming down and stealing all of our halibut and clams. Just ripping us off left and right. When is it going to end? Yeah. Well, it looks like Costco's doing something about it. And that's the important thing. Yeah. So Costco, uh, you know, apparently they don't buy into this whole old people steal and it's yeah. okay philosophy that yeah. we learned about yeah, on the whole Seinfeld. Thing, like, oh, right. It's like, oh, I just took a couple batteries. I'm so sorry. Oops. I just took 50 crab legs. Was I not allowed to do that? What was I supposed to do? <laughs> yeah. It's like people stealing grapes. You just sort of factor it in that a couple of old folks are just going to start stealing stuff. <laughs> yeah. I think sampling a grape in the store is a little bit different from okay. shoving lamb chops down your I get pants. Gray areas, I guess. Uh, I yeah. got to I have to keep keep that in mind. <laughs> no, but I did do think that the Gentiles made a mistake here. Just one. Yeah, just one just one mistake. I mean, for the most part their crime was pretty awesome, but they should have also thrown in some like maybe hot sauce and some drawn butter oh, for the uh, for the crab legs. Sauce, yeah, it's some like, horseradish. Yeah, cuz they're obviously going to have to wait till they get home to take to to take advantage of the lamb. But you can eat those crab legs right, right, right there if you got the drawn butter. You're gonna eat. You're just little gonna chance of evidence. Non uh, raw crab crab legs in the Why car. Not? On the I, ride I home. don't know. I'm not. I'm not a big <laughs> seafood guy. Anyway, I like fish. I don't really care that much for, for crab legs. I'm kind of weird like that. So. You are weird like that. Super weird. Speaking of crab legs, yeah. Um, maybe they were just trying to be like Heisman Trophy winner Jameis Winston, right? Oh, maybe they were. I mean, you remember this whole thing from, oh gosh, it's yeah. been years now. Yeah. I mean, it was it was after like, he won the Heisman. This is big man on campus, like writ large. It is like, <laughs> yeah, I could just walk into a Publix and just take a whole bunch of crab legs. Yeah. So he was a quarterback at FSU. This is before he was with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and, mm-hmm. and what, now New Orleans, I think, yep, right? Yeah. Um, so this is back when he was a college student, just... Went into a public store, grabbed like 32 bucks worth of crab legs yep. and crayfish and just walked right out the store. Yep. And, uh, you Clipboard know. in a confident wave. Or, seafood in a confident sea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and I, I remember that like one of the store employees watched him do it. Yeah. And told the cops later, well, I just thought he was going out to the parking lot to get a shopping cart. Sure. Because that's that's a good enough reason. Because you take your crab legs out into the parking lot with you to get yeah. a shopping cart. I mean, it's cart. Florida State quarterback Jameis Winston. He wouldn't just walk out of the store with that stuff and never come back. And yet, apparently, he would. Oh boy! So I, I guess you know the the Gentiles were about five times, four or five times his age yeah. when they were committing their crime. Yeah. So it only makes sense that they would steal. Four or five times as much stuff, sure. right? And had they been Florida State quarterbacks, they might have gotten away with it. Oh. If it wasn't for those nosy Costco <laughs> meddling kids. kids. Yep. <laughs> so, what did we learn this week, Corey? Well, I learned that code enforcement can run up a pretty big bill for those Florida freaks out there. Oh yeah, it can. I learned that playing duck, duck, goose has a completely different meaning in Hallandale Beach. Oh yeah, it does. I also learned that there's no room in the banks for people or money. Uh, so I'll just stick to online banking. And I learned that apparently in Naples, uh, it means something totally different if you tell people you've got crabs. Oh, good to know. Those were our freakiest Florida finds for the week. And as always, you can find plenty of other wacky news stories from across the Sunshine State on our Facebook and Twitter pages. That's right. It's at FLA Freak Show. And while you're on the socials, remember to follow us, like us, and share us. Say it with me, folks. 
at, at FLA, FLA Freak Show. Show. Thank you. <laughs> Plus, if you see a Florida story that we miss, feel free to share it with us. And also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcasting ah. platform. This week, we got the sweetest review on Podbean we from did. a nice lady named Victoria. Thank you, Victoria. And keep them coming, everybody. That's right. Until next week, I'm Corey O'Donnell. And I'm Kirsten O'Donnell. Till we meet again, remember to let your Florida freak flag fly. Yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs>